Stage fright, and David brought a rock to a sword fight. You picked 12 outsiders, nobody would have chosen, and you changed the world. Well, the moral of the story is everybody's got a purpose. So when I hear that devil's Hello, and welcome to the Financial Literacy Show with your host, Hubert McIntosh, CPA, a member of SOFA, the Society for Financial Awareness, bringing financial education to America, one community at a time. Now, here's your host, Hubert McIntosh. Good evening. Good evening, folks. Thank you once again for joining us for a lovely Friday afternoon in Palm City, Florida. It's partly sunny today. Yeah. We still have some sun, but it's partly sunny. So we are here, and we thank you for joining us. Hubert McIntosh, your CPA, member of SOFA. SOFA, remember the mission of SOFA. Financial education, financial literacy in America, one community at a time. And we're bringing it to this community we're physically located in beautiful Palm City, Florida on the FM dial 89.9, but worldwide on the WCNO.com. WCNO.com, you go in and you click listen live. Yes, and you can listen to us. So we thank you for joining us. And you can call in 772. 221-1100, we'll address your questions. Some we may address on the air depending on the type, and but we're here for you. Remember, this is a follow-up from last week. Last week I introduced you to reverse mortgage. That was part one. This today is part two. If you missed last week, you can go on the website, wcno.com, and on the left side, you will see an icon that says On Demand. You can listen to the program there because it was, pre it was recorded, so it's there. All our programs now are recorded where if you miss it, we love when you're live, but sometimes you may have to miss it but you can catch us up at listening to it on demand, okay? And remember, we have also created a website called Financial Educational, Financial Educational, and that way where you can also go there. There's a blog. If you go under the blog, all the previous shows have been recorded. Yes, remember now, we have been here, wow, Three months and one week. Can you believe that? Three months. So basically, we've been here approximately 13 weeks. We're going to be another three months at least, at least. Okay? All right. All right. So we're just reminding you of some stuff there, guys. So, so it's Friday evening, 4 p.m. You know what that is. So we are in beautiful... And oh my gosh, it's a beautiful day. We're in beautiful Palm City, Florida. It's sunny. It's bright. It's shiny. 
And guess what? It's not too warm. We have a nice little breeze blowing, you know, so it's very nice, very lovely day. It's a picture-perfect day. So so thank you for joining us. This is Hubert McIntosh, you know, your CPA member of SOFA. Every Friday at 4 p.m., we bring financial literacy to you. So we just thank you. Thank you for joining us. I hope you guys had a great week, despite, despite all the happenings. So we are not going to let the happenings get us down, right? Okay, so we, we need a cheer for that, all right? So guess what, guys? So, so I thank you. So I just join you today, and thank you for joining us. Just want to share some, continue to share some stuff with you, you know, and I trust that you guys are keeping safe and you guys are keeping healthy, as best as you can. You know that we are in the state of Florida. We have some challenges. We have challenges around the country in the state. We have challenges around the country. We have challenges around the world. But as believers, as believers, remember I'm coming to you as believers. We are told, Christ told us, you know, we're going to have challenges. We're going to have challenges. The unfortunate thing with challenges, if we know when they're going to happen, then they wouldn't be challenges, right? Because if something is going to happen, you know it's going to happen, then you have time to prepare. You have time to prepare. You know, some of the things I'm hearing, you know, some people are just so agonized over the year. They says, oh my gosh. Is this what we cheered for December 31st when we says Happy New Year? <laughs> yep, we cheered for it. You know, but you know, life, life gonna, life gonna throw these curveballs. Life gonna throw these curveballs. You know, Christ promised us, you know, we're gonna have challenges. We're gonna have, we're gonna have natural challenges and we're gonna have unnatural challenges. And, this is one of those that we're going through. You know, there are debates out there, but we're going to call it an unnatural challenge because a virus, you know, you never know. You cannot anticipate it, you know, but while we have to deal with it, we still have to function, right? You know, Christ says he'll never leave us. He'll never forsake us. So he'll go through it with us and he will guide us through it all right so we're in the studio 772-221-1100 anything I, 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 the lines are open the lines are open call us share with us what's going on we're gonna leave it open you you discuss whatever you want to discuss we're going to talk about a few things yes of course we always have something we're going to share with you but remember our ultimate goal is to serve you right it's to serve you so if we can help address any questions or any concerns that you may have on your mind Please don't hesitate. Give us a call. All right? Give us a call. 772-221-1100. So, we are at the last week in July. Yep. We have one more week before the month ends. 
And then we have five more months before the year ends, right? So it's a very unusual year. It's a very unusual year. So this this week would have finished seven months of it, and then we have five more months. Okay. I wish, I wish I could say to you, everything is going to be great in the next five months. I wish I could say that to you, you know, because if I just say everything is going to be great in the next five months, you're going to like, okay, Hubert, you're just saying that you're saying that, you know, I can't say it to you, but what I can tell you, I'm going to share some things with you that we make some plans. We have to make some plans, guys. We have to make plans. So just because we're going through the challenges, it doesn't mean we're going to put up our hand and we're going to say, woe is me, woe is me. Nope, 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 nope. That's not a good plan. That is not a good plan. And if it's going through your mind right now, that's that's a good plan. I want to encourage you. I want to encourage you when the show finishes at 5 o'clock, take up your Bible. Take up your Bible, whether it's your paper Bible or your electronic Bible. I want you to read Matthew 6. Yes, Matthew chapter 6, right? Matthew chapter 6, right? I can pick out specific verse, but no, I'm not going to pick out specific verse. I want you to read the chapter, Matthew 6. But as I was thinking about what am I going to share with you? Some weeks, I know exactly what I'm going to share with you. Some week, I get the revelation that day, that day. So last week, I spoke to you about tax planning because you have a, some of you have filed your taxes. Some of you have, some of you have filed an extension. So you have an idea. You have an idea how much taxes you owed. Some of you have paid it. Some of you have made payment plan. Some of you are wondering, oh, you're going to pay it. So we're talking to different people today in the sense that you know which bucket you fill in. And also, some of you have no idea because you, you didn't file any taxes. Yeah, you didn't file any taxes. So I want to remind you of something, though. Um, let's talk about not filing the taxes. Say, for instance, those of you who didn't file taxes um, this year or last year. Uh, wow, that reminds me. I have a very good friend. Wow, I got to call her because she didn't file last year. And she called me early in the year asking me if she needs to file. Mm, I told her she didn't need to file. Wow. That was about February. I told her she didn't need to file. But it, I was just quickened now that I have to call her because she lost out or she's losing out on something. 
um, the CARES Act provided something called a stimulus check. Yeah, it's it was twelve hundred dollars per person. For a married couple, it would be $2,400. For a single person, you know, or someone at a household, was it's $1,200. So why did I tell her that she didn't have to file? Because she is past 65, and her only income, her only income is Social Security, she has investments that, you know, she only pay taxes on it when she draws money. But her only fixed income is Social Security. And when someone's only income is Social Security, you don't have a filing requirement. Yeah, you don't have a filing requirement. If all, if all your income for a particular year is only Social Security, irrespective of the amount, whether it's $1,000 a month, $2,000 a month, $3,000 a month, irrespective of the amount, if the only income you have for that particular year, you don't need to file Social Security. So when she called me in February, that's what I told her. I told her that she didn't have to file, but as I'm speaking to you know, she just came to my mind that I have to call her. So some of you might be in that same situation where you didn't file last year, you didn't file this year. So if you didn't file last year, you didn't file this year, you're losing out on this stimulus check of $1,200 if you're a single person. If you're a married couple and you didn't file, you're losing out on $2,400. So there are two ways you can do it. You can file a tax return. Yeah, you can even though even though even though you don't have a filing requirement, you can file a tax return with the social security information and it will show zero tax. It will show zero tax. You won't owe any taxes, but what will happen, it will trigger the stimulus check. It will stimulus. It's, it, it will trigger the stimulus check, and you'll get that twelve hundred or the twenty four hundred if you're a married couple. And that is, you know, as I says, this year or or twenty eighteen. If you didn't file twenty eighteen, the IRS don't have your information because they're not going back to, to twenty seventeen. Okay, but if you file twenty eighteen, they have the information for twenty eighteen, so they'll send the stimulus check. So a question you may even ask, why don't they go back further? Uh, uh, some of those questions I don't know the answer to, you know, but it's 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 shortage and it's manpower. So what they have decided is to look back at 2018 and 2019. You know, if you didn't file any of those years, so consider that. I don't want you to lose out on that twelve hundred or twenty four hundred dollars. Okay, if you if you want any if you want to know any more on that, you can call us. We are in the studio seven seven two 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 one eleven hundred. All right, so let's clear that part up. Okay, so what else is happening? What else is happening? All right, we have five more months left in the year. There are a couple of things that you'll have to make some decisions this year. Yeah, what's left of it. 
Some of it, maybe normally you just let it flow and you didn't have to change. So I'm specifically going to talk to three types of people, three types of people today, right? So if you fit into one of them, then we're talking to you. If you don't fit into one, then you can make sure you share the information. Because remember, we as believers, we are supposed to be evangelists. We're sharing good news. So if you hear good news, you want to share it, right? So here are the three people we're going to talk to. The people who are turning 62 in the next five months. Turning 62. Turning 62 is one set of people. Turning 65. Turning 65. So you got that. People turning 62. People turning 65. And people who are on Medicare Advantage. So you got that. People turning 62. People turning 65. People on Medicare Advantage. All right? So you got that? T65, T62, and MA plans. Medicare Advantage is a part of a Medicare plan. All right. So let's talk to the people turning 62. Turning, turning 62, you're, you're going to have an opportunity. You're going to have an opportunity. And I don't want you to take the opportunity lightly. I want you to evaluate it. I want you to seek counsel. So what, what happens when you turn 62? When you're turning 62, you have an opportunity to take Social Security. Yes. The first age you're eligible for Social Security is 62 outside of disability. So we're just talking if you didn't have any disability. So turning 62, you have an opportunity to take Social Security. All right. Ter taking Social Security, I see some of you making that decision, and you're not evaluating it. You're not seeking professional guidance. Some of you are turning 62 and you're planning to just take the Social Security. You're planning to take the Social Security without even knowing why. Without even knowing why. So two of the common reasons that I see people take Social Security at 62, two of the common reasons I see, one is... Ignorance, lack of knowledge, not understanding. You can call that ignorance, lack of knowledge, not understanding. That's one set of people sometimes I see take Social Security turning 62. Another set taking Social Security at 62 is fear. Fear. What's fear? The fear, I'm going to touch on a couple of fear. Why people take it at 62 without evaluation. Remember now, don't get me wrong. 
I'm not saying you should not take your social security at 62. I did not say that. So don't say I said you shouldn't. That's not what I said. I said you need to evaluate it. You need to evaluate it professionally. Professionally. You notice I use the word professionally. Calling the Social Security Office and speaking to Sally and ask Sally if you should take Social Security. That's not a professional. Sally is not a professional. So if Sally gives you bad information, I don't want you to be blaming Sally five years, eight years from now. You notice I say five years and eight years, right? <laughs> you thought I said those two numbers arbitrarily? No. No. I'm going to explain to you why. Five years from 62 is 67, right? Most of you would have reached your full retirement age at 67. It's called FRA, full retirement age, right? And then you have an option to take it then or you have another option to take it at 70. So, some of you are tempted. Some of you are planning. I see it. You're planning to go take it at 62. But I encourage you to seek professional guidance, right? So, I'm going to share some of this stuff that you need to think about. I need you to think about this. If you're turning 62 and planning to take Social Security, I want you to ask yourself a few questions, are you going to work anymore? Are you retired? That's the number one question I want you to ask yourself. Are you retired? Okay. Why is that important if you're not, if you're going to work anymore? Because if you take social security at 62, and you continue to work based on the amount you're working, yeah, based on the amount, it's around about 18000 If you are making more than 18000 one-third of your Social Security would be withheld, withheld, okay, withheld. Remember, no, I said withheld. I didn't say you lose it. I didn't say you lose it. You're going to lose some stuff, but I'm going to talk to you about that. But I'm talking about the people who are planning to work and if you're still working. So if you work while you're taking Social Security at 62, then some of your Social Security will be, will, will be withheld until you turn 67. That's why I use that age, until you turn 67. When you turn 67, if you take Social Security at 6... Remember, I should have reminded you, you need pen and paper because you're not going to remember all of this. So I'm going to take a breather. Get your pen, get your paper. I should have told you that. 
But you know you came to class. You know you came to class. You should have had your pen and paper. But the teacher is also supposed to remind you. So I'm giving you time. Go get your pen and paper. And I will just take, the, take a few seconds and talk about some promo. All right? So, so we are at WCNO. WCNO 89.9. And you know what WCNO... WCNO is the good news station. Yes, the good news station. I have been, me and my wife have been listening to WCNO since 2001. We moved to Palm Beach County. We moved to Palm Beach County in 2001, January, January 6, 2001 to be exact. And we have been listening to WCNO I won't say we started on January 6th because we moved that day. It was a Saturday. And you know while you're moving, <laughs> you know moving can be stressful, right? Moving can be stressful and tiresome. So I won't say we listened to the radio the 6th. No, we did not. I don't think we did. What we did on the 6th, after we moved, I remember that evening... That evening, we went because, you know, you moved and things are packed up. You know, you can't prepare a meal. We went to eat. Yeah, we went to eat that evening. I, I even remember exactly where we went to eat. Some of you may even know it. It was on Military Trail. We went to Perkins. Perkins. I, I think Perkins was somewhere just below Southern Boulevard. I don't remember. It's it's somewhere in that area we are southern and military trail and we ate at Perkins. Yeah, we ate at Perkins. We ate at Perkins that night. I remember clearly. And um, you know, we looked for a church. Oh my gosh, we looked for a church. That's a, I'll share that in another call. That's a story in itself. Yeah. So um that's what happened. And but I believe it was on January 8th, that Monday. I believe we started listening to WCNO then because you know, you move into an area, you're searching the radio, you get into your car and you're, you know, you're changing the channel because the, the channel that you used to listen to because we moved from Broward County. So the station that you would listen to in Broward County, some of them would not work in Palm Beach County. So, you know, you're changing, you're changing your station. And guess what? I, I stumbled onto, I stumbled, stumbled onto 89.9. Yeah. Yeah, WC. so we've been listening for 19 years. So it's a it's it's good ground. WCNO is good ground, good ground. You know, um, so you plant, yeah, yeah. And I know they did not pay, they did not pay me to do this. I can promise you, it's not when I say a promo. I'm just giving the promo out of love. They did not they did not pay me to tell you to give to the station it's a it's a listener station yeah it, the the funding for for wcno comes directly from listeners because if you notice you don't hear any ads we don't play any ads or anything so it's a listener it's not listener provided station so you know it's it, it's it's good ground it's good ground to plant a seed okay and i promise you you'll be blessed for it good station good people okay all right so you have gotten your pen you got your paper all right write down the phone number you should have known the phone number but right now but i'm going to give it to you again 772-221-1100 772-221-1100 so call us with your questions all right are your comments 
Okay, back to you now. We're talking to the people turning 62. So, turning 62, I'll just summarize. Turning 62, you have the opportunity to take Social Security. I caution you, though. Don't just take your Social Security. Get wisdom. Get wisdom. And when I say get wisdom, don't ask your neighbor or your family member what they think. No, I want you to get professional opinion. <laughs> and remember now, Sally at the Social Security office is not your professional. Sally... Sally is a clerk. Sally is an assistant. What's Sally's job? You guys know Sally? Yes, that lady at the Social Security. She has the blue, blue hair. You, you guys never been there? Yeah, Sally. Sally has the blue hair. So Sally's job there is to tell you when you are eligible for Social Security. That's all. That's all Sally's function is to tell you whether you're eligible, whether you are not, and to tell you when you're eligible, and to tell you how much you're eligible for. Get that? When you're eligible, she's going to tell you if you're eligible or not. That's the first thing. If you're eligible, she's going to tell you when you're eligible. And she's going to tell you how much you're eligible for. Okay? That's all you're going to get from Sally. So these are the parts I'm telling you, you know, you're not going to get that from Sally. Sally is not going to tell you that if you take your social security at 62, you are going to lose 25% of your benefits. You didn't know that? Come on, you guys must have known that. So let's put some numbers to it because some of you work better with numbers. You, you, 67 is, is what you call your full retirement age, right? If your schedule, your retirement age is 67, what happened? I also reminded you guys to register to get your statement from Social Security. Did you guys remember that? Did you get your statement? Yeah, you need to go ssa.gov, ssa.gov, you open an account, you open an account, and you can get your statement. Yeah, it's a, it's a very simple process. It's a very simple process except for, except for, you, you know, you have, you have the, people can block their credit report. Did you know you can block your credit report? So you can call, you can block your credit report in the sense that for people can't just pull your credit. And sometimes people will do that and they see the pluses of it, but they don't know the negative of it. So I want to encourage you that anything you're doing in life, you know, and I'm going to just keep it to financially. I'm not going to talk about the other part. The other part, you discuss that with your family and your pastor. I'm talking financially. So I'm not going to go and then you call and say, I am meddling. I am not going to meddle in anybody's affairs. I am talking about financial, right? Anything you're doing financially, you must get the plus and the minus. Because nothing in the finance world is all plus. No, nothing is all plus. There are pluses and there are minuses, and you have to evaluate that. 
Right? So remember now. So Sally is not going to tell you, you lose the 25%. So I encourage you to get your account. So with your account, it's a simple process. It should take less than three minutes. Except, as I said, if you have a block on your credit report, then ssa.gov cannot. Cannot. You cannot open an account because what you have told them when you block the credit report, you have also blocked the government. You have also blocked Social Security Administration. So they can't get to give you to, to pull your credit because the credit is what they use to measure your identity. You didn't know that? The only system, the only system that's structured for them to verify your identity is the credit report. Yeah, the credit report. Everybody has a credit report. Everybody. Once you have a social security, you have a credit report. You know, it may be fair, it may be good, it may be bad, it may be great, it may be excellent, but, but everybody has a credit report. So the credit report is the number one thing the government uses to measure your identity. You know, it's, it's, it's different in the sense like if you're talking about FBI and stuff like that, yeah, they're going to use your social security. But you see, it's still tied to your social security. It, your social security is what's used to measure you. You know, in some places, um, it might be the driver's license, but in most cases, it's the social security that's used to measure you. So, SSA.gov, because thinking about it, if it, it's the Social Security Administration, right? So, what do you think the Social Security Administration is going to use to measure you? Obviously, your social security, but they can't just use your social security, they use the social security with. The credit bureau because remember you get your social security and say for instance someone get their social security whether they get it at 15 16 7 whatever time you get your social security remember the social security is not validating you again you could have gotten it at age 16 and, you, and you're now 60 so for 44 years you had no interaction with the social security administration but guess who you had interaction with? Yes, you had some kind of interaction with the credit bureau. Yeah, you have some interaction with the credit bureau. So that's what they use. They use that to, to measure your identity and to confirm, to validate you. Because here's what happened. There's a lot of scams. There are a lot of scams going on. So... The Social Security Administration has to validate if you're who you say you are. All right? Okay, so let's speed up on. But I, I need to give you those basics because some of you some of you don't have it. So I have to give you those basics. So you get your credit, you get your you get your FRA, you open your account. So when you open your account, you're gonna get that number, the FRA, the full retirement age. FRA means full retirement age. All right? So so what happens if your FRA is $2,000 at age 67, right? If it's, it's $2,000 at age 67 and you could take it at age 62, 
you're going to lose 25% and you're only going to get 1500 Guess what? You lost that for life. Yeah. You lost 25% for life. Mm, 25% for life, guys. That's a big mistake if you take it and you didn't have proper information. Can you imagine losing 25% of $2,000 for life? Let's do the math on that. So that means you have lost $500 per month. Per month. So $500 per month times 12, that's $60,000. 6,000, right? 6,000. 500 times 12 is 6,000. Can you imagine if you live 30 years? <laughs> That's $180,000 without calculating COLA. COLA is the cost of living adjustment. We're not going to go into that. That's outside the scope. But I just want to point out to you where one simple mistake that you may think it's a simple mistake that you have lost 180000 You want to hear how it's worst? If you are married and you are the higher earner, that means you also lost it for your spouse. Mm. I hope that sinks in enough to let you know that you really need professional guidance, right? So don't rush to take Go take your social security at age 62 without evaluating. So that's for the people turning 62, right? Okay. The next set of people I'm going to talk to are those who turning 65. Yes. So those of you who turning 65 in the next five months, you are eligible for Medicare. Yep. You're eligible for Medicare. All right. Here's a decision again now. All right. Guess what? You also have Sally. You didn't know Sally works at the Medicare office also? Yeah. Sally has a sister at the Medicare office. She also has Bluey. You didn't know that they are twins? She also has blue ear. So if you call Medicare, you're going to get Sally. You're going to get Sally, sister, Sally. Sally at the Medicare office is not a professional. Sally at the Medicare office, her job is to tell you when you're eligible. Yeah, that's her job. All her job is to tell you when you're eligible, right? So what happens is that because, and she'll tell you if you're eligible, I should have said that first, because if you have worked 10 years in the system or you have worked 40 credits, 40 credits is 40 quarters. If you have worked 40 quarters in the U.S., you're eligible for, for Medicare, so Sally will tell you if you're eligible and she'll tell you when you're eligible. That's all she's going to tell you. And if you are eligible within the next six months and then you tell her 
then basically she can put in the system if you authorize her. She can put in the system that you are enrolling in part A. And I know some of your good students, you have been listening and you say, but Hubert, I thought I heard you say you enroll in part A automatically. And now you're telling us to call Sally to enroll you. Yep, I said that. But there's something you miss. There's something you miss. You are only enrolled in Medicare Part A automatically at 65 if you're on Social Security. If you're on Social Security, Social Security will automatically enroll you. They're not going to ask you anything. They're automatically going to enroll you in Medicare. Guess what they're going to do? <laughs> you you, you got to know these things. So you're thinking, okay, they're just letting you know because you're nice, because they're nice. Yeah, they're nice people, but that's not the main reason. They are letting you know automatically because if you're on social security social security is gonna take your premium you didn't know that they automatically enroll you in part a and then they remind you about part b because part b you have to pay a premium but once you're in on social security you're automatically enrolled in part a okay so remember now, so if they enroll you, if they enroll you, you are enrolled into something called original Medicare, original Medicare. But you got to remember, I have spoken to you quite often about smart plans. Have I not? I've spoken to you about smartphone smart insurance, smart TV, smart microwave. We are living in a society now that if whatever you're doing is not smart, you're left behind. You have to have smart retirement also. You have to have smart retirement. You have to have smart estate plan. You have to have smart insurance. If smart is not before if before what you're doing, you're making some mistakes. So you notice the word says original Medicare. <laughs> Trust me. Because it's original Medicare, it doesn't fit the category of smart. Smart is something you have to choose. Nobody's going to choose smart for you. Nobody's going to choose smart for you. You have to choose smart for yourself. So, Hubert, what is it that you're saying? Are you telling me that the government is putting me in something that's not smart? Yeah. It's original Medicare. Because the government is saying, if you want something smart, you have to be smart. How do you measure if you're smart? You get professional guidance. But and you're going to say to me, oh, 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 but, but, but everybody I know is on original Medicare. 
You, you really want me to go there? If everybody you know is on original Medicare, guess what? They don't have the smart Medicare. I'm not telling you they're not smart, but they don't have the smart Medicare because here's the problem with original Medicare. Original Medicare only pays 80%. Original Medicare only pays 80%. You'll have to pay 20%. So if you are okay, if you're okay going through life, paying 20% for your Medicare unnecessarily, then you can go quite a, you, you can go ahead. But I am telling you, that's not the smartest thing to do. Don't get me wrong. I, I, don't go say he told me I wasn't smart. I did not say that. I said you're not doing the smartest thing. So you don't want original Medicare. You don't want original Medicare because you are putting yourself in jeopardy. Jeopardy. And I'm not talking about the jeopardy on TV with Alex Trebek. That's not the jeopardy I'm talking about. The jeopardy I'm talking about is if you have a medical situation and you have to go to the hospital, if that hospital bill is $100,000, how much percentage I say you are paying? 20%. Do you know what 20% of 100,000 is? 20% is 20,000. That means you are paying 20,000 unnecessarily. Yeah. So what are your choices then? Hubert, you're telling me don't take original Medicare. You need to evaluate two other plans. And this is where, again, you need professional advice. So don't call Sally. Sally can only tell you if you're eligible and when you're going to be eligible. Her job is not to tell you to be your Medicare professional and she's going to tell you and she's going to tell you about Medicare Part A and Medicare Part B and Medicare Part C. And that's not her job. Her job is to tell you if you're eligible for Medicare. Okay. All right. So what are the other two plans you have to evaluate? You have something called Medicare Advantage. Medicare Advantage. All right. Sounds like a good word. Yes. Some parts of it are good. But remember I told you earlier, every financial decision... You guys not calling. Let me give you the phone number again. Did you guys write the phone number down? I'm dropping so much information. You guys must have some kind of question. Remember, there are no stupid questions. Yeah, that's, that's, that's not true. There's one type of question that's stupid. You know which type is that? The one you didn't ask. The question you didn't ask is a stupid question. Okay? That's, it. That's the only stupid question there is. So, so, Medicare Advantage. Yes, the name is beautiful, but it has its plus and it has its minus. Right? 
So I encourage you to get with a professional and get the minuses and the pluses. All right? That's Medicare Advantage. So what's your next option? Is Medicare Supplement. So Medicare Supplement, Medicare Supplement has everything that Medicare original medicare as and more yeah medicare supplement has everything the same way with medicare advantage medicare advantage has everything that original medicare as plus and it has everything just like medicare supplement medicare supplement has everything medicare advantage does and more so then you have a challenge now how do you choose between Medicare Advantage and Medicare Supplement? That is not a five-minute discussion. So I'm not going to give you that on this call. I've given you before, but I just want to remind you because some of you have to make this decision in the next five months, right? So that's the people who are turning 65. You have to evaluate. You're going to be on Medicare. What type of Medicare you're going to have? You're going to have original Medicare or you're going to have Medicare Advantage or you're going to have Medicare Supplement. All right? So that's the second type of people. So the third one that I'm talking to are the one who is currently on Medicare Advantage. Yeah. Are you like, but Hubert, you said Medicare. Did I give you the number? I'm going to give it to you again because you guys are not calling. 772-221-1100. 772-221-1100. So let me continue. So I'm talking to those who are on Medicare Advantage. All right. We are at July 24th. All right. One more week before this month ends. But come October 15th. Yep. I told you to get your pen and paper. I'm going to give you dates. Come October 15th, for those of you who are on Medicare Advantage, and also those on Medicare, original Medicare. You got that? October 15th. Come October 15th, you have, you have, October 15th in the Medicare world is called open enrollment. Yeah, it's called open enrollment. Open enrollment is between October 15th and December 7th. So you have a decision at that time if you're on original Medicare or you are on Medicare Advantage. You have a decision. Should I stay with that? Should I stay with that? And only you can tell that along with your professional in the sense that you should have evaluated, does this plan that I have, is it working for me or is there a better plan? Right? If it, is it working or is there a better plan? So that's why I said you have a plus and you have a minus. Right? So you have to figure that out. So... When you figure that out, you have an option between October 15th and December 7th 
whether you want to change. But I don't want you change without proper information. All right, you got that now. Turning 62, people turning 65, people on Medicare Advantage or original Medicare. There's one other set of people I want to talk to. Okay? So here's what happened. You have just filed your taxes. Okay? You have just filed your taxes. Some of you may have noticed... Before I go there, I want to say one other thing about Medicare Advantage that you got to be careful of. All right. So Medicare Advantage is managed by private insurers. Let me tell you what happens every year in the insurance industry. Every year it happens. Every year. You have people who provide Medicare Advantage one year and they choose not to provide it the next year. Yeah. For whatever reason, for whatever reason, maybe they pay too much claim or whatever, or they have financial difficulties and they're not going to write in Florida anymore. So you may be saying, Hubert, we're living in Florida. Why are you talking negative about Florida? I'm not talking about negative about Florida. I'm just giving you the truth. Have you checked the hospitals in Florida recently? Have you been listening to the news? Have you been? There are some places where the hospitals are full. Yeah. So here's what is even happening with that. Sometimes you don't see it. When a hospital is full, There are multiple problems. Sometimes we tend to think that a hospital is full just because we have sick people. <laughs> you see, you guys not thinking of the financial part of it. When a hospital is full, what is happening? Somebody has to pay those bills, right? Hmm. You never thought of that? You think hospitals just operate for free? Yeah, you may not pay anything. <laughs> you may not pay anything at the hospital. But somebody has to pay something. So it's either the insurance company, it's either the government, or... Mm, some of you never thought of this. Your fellow taxpayers. Yep. Your fellow taxpayers. So sometimes because an insurance company might have been burdened, an insurance company may choose. You didn't know insurance company can choose not to participate in a particular state? Yeah. An insurance company renews their license every year. You have insurance company right now that's not planning to renew in Florida in 2021 because they're paying out too much money. So 
So what does all of this mean to you? Because you're saying I'm saying insurance company. But here's the question. What if the Medicare Advantage plan you are on is one of those insurance company? Oh, you never thought of that? Medicare, Medicare Advantage is run by a private insurance company. So if you are on a private insurance company and your insurance company goes out of business, do you realize what has to happen? The government will put you on for 90 days and then you have to apply. Do you know that once you are past 65, then you don't have guaranteed issue anymore? Did you guys know that? You are now being evaluated medically. Did you know that an insurance company, if they evaluated medically, they can choose not to accept you? Did you know that? Guys, I am telling you, there's so much you need to know. And I don't know if these things are shocking you guys. You have not called. But I want you to think on it. And then hopefully next week when we get back, you're gonna be able, you're we're gonna be able to clear up some of this for you. So I want next week, I'm gonna give you warning now. Next week, I'm gonna come prepared, right? And I hope you can meet me halfway. I'm gonna come prepared next week just to answer questions. But if you guys call, don't call, then I'm not just gonna sit here and look at the wall. I'm going to talk because some of you are listening. Some of you are in shock and some of you don't want to call because you're thinking, oh, I don't know this and I don't want people to know this. Let me tell you something. Anything that you don't know, there are people out there who are not calling and they don't know either. So if you call, you will be helping some of those people. Okay. So that's, that's the roundup. That's the roundup. And what we're going to talk about is because we never we didn't get to touch the people who social security, they had to pay tax on the social security. So we're going to talk about that next year because you have all of these decisions to make in the five months. And what I know with the pandemic, you might be so shocked and in scare that you don't want to make any decision. But guess what? If you don't make the decision, somebody's going to make it for you. So that's what we're trying to avoid. Because when people make decisions for you, sometimes they don't make the best decision. So that's what we're hoping we can help you with, okay? So this is Hubert McIntosh, your CPA, your brother, your cousin, your nephew, your daddy. Oh, your brother. So thank you. Thank you for joining us. You have a great evening. And we're going to see you back here next week. Take care, have a good weekend, and stay safe. Why you ever chose me has always been a mystery. Thanks for joining us this week on the Financial Literacy Show, the show centered around providing financial education across America, one community at a time. Be sure to tune in next Friday at 4 p.m. with your questions ready to go. For more information, visit SofaUSA.org. God bless you and have a great week. So let me go down.